The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. I have with me again today New Zealand's favorite crypto son. It is Crypto Lark. Thank you for being with us again, mate. Pleasure to be back on. Excellent. Well, look, it's been a little while since we've had a conversation on air, so to speak, and um, a lot's changed. Um, last time we spoke, we were sort of still in the grips of a very bearish and uh, sort of you know head ha- head hang down type marketplace. And you know, depending on who you listen to. Uh, we might still be there, but we have seen a lot more buying coming into the space. Uh, how have you seen that come across and what positives have you seen from your perspective and your group uh, that sort of helps you to make belief in the you know, shorter term to medium term future at the moment of the price? Well, I think a big thing we've seen is the sentiment really, really turning around. And that's one of those, it's hard to quantify. I mean, there are quantifications that are literally showing the sentiments turning around. But in terms of what I'm seeing on my end, not looking at the, the necessarily the macro picture, but just the community and the audience, I mean, people are definitely much more optimistic right now. And you still have some people that are very bearish, some people that are kind of not able to believe that their uh, recovery is possible. People are still calling for $2,000. People are still insisting we're going to $1,000. You know, every crypto YouTuber, every cryptocurrency exchange, every altcoin that's not Bitcoin has to die. And until that happens, there's never going to be any kind of recovery. I think that sentiment is way, way overly bearish. I feel like that that 3,000 moment was probably the bottom. I mean, we won't know for probably a few more months, obviously. Maybe we will still go back down. Maybe we'll test 3,000 again. But this general time zone, I think, is a very, very positive time for anyone who's getting involved right now, but also for the people who have been around for a while because they know they're able to watch the trends. You know, the, the community is incredibly clever and they know what's going on. They, they've seen the big pullback. They've looked at history of what's happened with these pullbacks. They see the fundamentals that are going on and people are getting very excited because they're looking and going, wow, now I actually feel like it's not like we're going to drop another 50, 60, 70%. I feel like now is that time when it's, I can be accumulating because look mm. at what's going on. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I don't disagree with you there. I mean, look, right now, I'm, I just trade trends, right? So I'm looking at what the trend's actually doing. And on the daily, it's my favorite trend to be watching, um, sort of in the middle of you know, the, the weekly, and it's also in the middle of you know, directing direction on the lower time frames as well for entries. And we've got a clear higher low and higher high there on Bitcoin. And recently, like I speak to you today, which is Monday, the 25th of February, and I can tell you right now, you know, I've been speaking last week about the potential for a sharp Correction, a sharp pullback. Now, when I started talking about that, we continued to move higher and we saw it on Sunday, the last 24 hours effectively. Now, as I look at that, you know, I know people are sort of saying the sky is falling and all these horrible things are happening. It's pulled back into the cradle zone just beautifully. And, you know, for people that want to just see it go up forever, they need to have a reality check to understand the markets do have pullbacks. It's it's looking really, really nice, like given it's not as good on the weekly now, but the daily looks really, really nice. And something else that I read last week was that um, it was the, the, the biggest volume, I think, in nine months. That's a pretty positive sign. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the volume, uh, certainly a few days ago was really amazing. And I was looking at the charts yesterday and I thought, well, I mean, I was looking specifically at the Ethereum charts and I was thinking, okay, are we going to go up and try and hit that 175? But I was, I was looking at the volume and thinking, ah, the volume's really, really moved back back down on that. And it's looking like, unless we do pick that volume back up, 
but it seems like people came, you know, the, the situation happened, it played out the way we kind of thought it would. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of volume. And then as the prices started to move up, people started to get a little more shy, like, Ooh, that's kind of feeling like it's peaking out on this, yeah. you know, mini trend that we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But um, I'm also noticing a lot. You, you've got uh, you got quite a lot of followers on Twitter, so your your sentiment on them would be much appreciated. But I've noticed in my groups, um, you know, a lot more people starting to come back. People that have been in in the past, they're now started in this most recent push up. They're starting to come back. There is more interest. There is more activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that fuels the volume. But there seems to be a willingness to actually come back and have a bit of a look now. Whether they're looking at it going, "Well, we're going to be going up forever," or whether it's just enough to make them go, "Hmm, maybe I need to be taking a little bit more notice right now, just in case." Are you seeing more new people coming in, or people coming out of the woodwork again? Definitely. I mean, there's there's certainly the people that are coming out of the woodwork that I haven't seen in months and they comment like, oh my gosh, you're back. I remember you. But at the same time, there's a lot of new people coming in. I think that's something that I find incredibly encouraging that mm. this is happening. And for anybody who liked Bitcoin at $20,000, why don't you love it right now? That's that's the the one thing that I look at. And I think a lot of the new people coming in, they look back. And when I came into the markets originally, it was a time when the the price was down. It had just gone through a big trend. And I was sitting there looking at it and I didn't understand, you know, obviously anywhere near as much as I do right now, but I was looking at it, I was thinking, well, if it was up there and it's back down here and this technology is amazing, well, that seems like a great time to get in. And so I think there are enough people who understand that people who have maybe come from more traditional markets and are now mm. entering into the crypto space. We do see a lot of those people coming over, but at the same time, you have a lot of um, younger people who are getting in and they're getting in. They, they want the information. I see a lot of kind of new user questions yeah. in the comment section. And I find that incredibly encouraging because it means that in spite of all the FUD and all the bad news and all the stuff that's been going on, people still want to buy Bitcoin. And that's awesome. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And uh, it's great to hear that you've got the same sort of um, conversations going on uh, in, in your reach. Now, one of the things that I think is really quite crucial at the moment, I did an analysis on this over the weekend and I sort of went out with it to my subscribers and stuff today, uh, the free subscribers uh, that I sent it out to. And basically, the last few times that Bitcoin has gone into an uptrend on the daily, just a higher high and a higher low, nice, clean, you know, trend reversal. We've not gone to a second wave of that trend. All right. So it's going, we're going back over a year now to an actual uptrend where it didn't just create the higher low and then the higher high. Because what was happening is higher low, higher high, and then poof back down or consolidation. Now, it's really important now. It's, it's, for me, it's a big a viewpoint into the um, psychology of the market itself to see, will we continue on this pattern of, yep, we're in an uptrend. Oh, there it goes. Let's see where we go again. Or will we see this pullback, potentially this pullback that we had just recently, will we see that become a higher low and will we push on to a higher high and then get above that high on the weekly to, to reverse the trend of, 4384. If we do that, we'll have a second wave, a second higher low and a higher high. And if we can break above that level, I'm going to take that not as a very, very bullish, like, oh, we're going back to all-time highs, nothing like that. But it will definitely show there's more sustained uh, buying through second wave buying than just a quick, oh, oh, trick jump, we're going down again. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm really watching out for that. Is there anything in particular uh, Lark, that you're watching very closely at the moment, fundamentally or sentiment-wise or chart-wise? For sure. I mean, one of the big levels that I'm looking for is really to get back above that, um, get back above the 200-day sort of moving average and really get, get, get some good momentum moving up here where we can sustain above those kind of levels. I mean, I'd love to see us back above like 
five or six thousand sustained, you know, not just like, oh, we're up there and now we're back down to thirty five hundred because that's that doesn't give any kind of confidence in the markets. But actually, I did a um, kind of a you know unofficial poll on Twitter today, just asking people like, hey, where do you think we're at in the Wall Street uh, cheat sheet? You know, I saw that, like, yeah. Kind of at the disbelief stage, potentially. And most of the answers were saying, yeah, we're at the disbelief stage. And quite a few, there are quite a few like, oh, you know, anger, depression kind of things. But I don't think so. I think we've moved kind of past that. And it, look, the cheat sheet is what it is. But in terms of human psychology, nobody believes that, you know, everyone expects it to go up and then to dump back straight again. And that trend isn't going to continue forever. These are markets. Nothing continues forever. We don't go up forever. We don't go down forever. And we don't go through patterns of pumping up and then pumping back down like we've been seeing uh, over the past couple of months. This trend will break out and we will see those new higher highs come. But I think that in terms of a lot of money that's kind of sitting on the side, and I think there is a lot of money just sitting on the side, kind of watching and waiting for some kind of stronger confirmations on the technical and fundamental side, that things are going in the right direction. I mean, there's people who are saying, okay, a back's going to come and all that stuff and we're going to accumulate now. But the big money guys, they're probably waiting for backs to actually get approved. And then they're going to say, okay, that's confirmation. Now I'm going to buy Bitcoin that it's $5,000 and that's going to create that, you know, new momentum. Very fast move. I agree. I mean, the, the funny thing I find with people in crypto is that um, – <laughs> And this is not everybody, of course, but it's a very emotional space, obviously. And what, what I see is that, you know, when it's falling and it falls really hard, everyone's like, oh, it's going to keep going, blah, blah, blah. But then when there's any sign of life, because they've gone through so much hurt, they don't believe it can go up as fast. Where this is crypto. This is Bitcoin. This is a very limited market. Um, limited to the amount of tokens that are available, coins that are available, uh, limited to the amount of places that you can buy it. Um, it's a very, very supply uh uh, deficient market, which means when the demand picks up, we can see this pumping move really hard on low volume. And that's what I'm looking for is I think once we break a few levels and we see some more good news, I think that we will see a very fast move. The move that we went from 6,000 down to 3,200, that can happen back up and it can happen in the space of a couple of months or even a month. And I think people really have got the negative head at the moment Mm -hmm. and they don't see that as being a possibility, but it really is. And second to that, the news that I've been seeing coming out. And look up, news, journalists write news, all right? That's what they do. Get clicks, <laughs> they need good headlines. That's right. I get it, right? I get it. And when the market goes down, the safest news to write is negative. When the market goes up, the safest news to write is positive. But I get, I've got a Google alert in, the email, in my emails, and it's brilliant. I don't remember how it was set up because I didn't set it up. <laughs> but somebody set it up for me where it, 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 it plucks out a lot of the news items, and I see it every morning and read it. And... um. You know, there's a lot of crap in there, obviously, but there's a lot of stuff that you go, well, actually, that is a good, I just look at the headlines, right, in a little blurb. There's a lot of really positivity, sorry, a lot of really positive news coming out. The funny thing I find is that people skim through that and then they look at the, oh, someone took an $80 million position long on Bitcoin. So what? They could be wrong. They might have $8 billion that they're managing. It's a 1% trade. Who cares? They don't care. But it's, it's a combination of all this stuff, like positive news coming out, markets are going up. Let's keep seeing how that goes, and hopefully we can see this continuation to the upside and break through some of those key levels, and then we see the, uh, the big money come in, and I think we can, there's a potential for us to really blast straight back to 6000 and beyond. Oh, absolutely. And look, there's there's stories that have been going on recently, like what happened with uh, Morgan Creek, you know, and there's pension yeah. funds that are now investing in, in crypto. And that that is big. And it's a trickle. It starts with a trickle. Yep. When we see more confirmation of 
that working and more custody services, et cetera, we'll see more and more come in. But we could also see one of these these kind of events that'll happen in terms of a positive news story that could send the price absolutely skyrocketing it, as conversely as we see, you know, really big extreme negative events send the price yeah. down. I mean, all it takes is for one country to announce that they're adding Bitcoin as a strategic reserve in their central bank. I mean, that that would cause an immediate, yeah. you know, panic buy and everyone, oh my God, everyone's got to get Bitcoin. Countries are doing it now. Or if the Bitcoin ETF gets approved, and that would probably be a major catalyst as well. And we've got it, the two new submissions have gone in just uh, the other day. So about 40 days from now, approximately, we're going to see if they're going to get approved or we're going to face more extensions on those. But it's going to happen at some point when, on the day when the Bitcoin ETF gets approved, that's going to be a major price catalyst. And it may not stay forever. That might be a you know 10 or 20% up move before the institutions actually come in and actually provide that monetary value to it. But it'll be an important event nevertheless. Absolutely. And I think it's, you know, a lot of people are putting a lot of emphasis on the ETF and back, but there's a lot more going on. Like there's a really old saying, death of a thousand cuts. Well, there's also recently been a lot more positivity of a thousand band-aids. And there's a lot more little good things coming out. But I think one of the other things that, um, that, that creates a bit of doubt is, you know, um, I mean, Tone Vase, love him. Great bloke. I've got time for him. I'll be speaking to him again this week uh, if I can tie him down on his travels. But he's very negative at the moment. He still thinks we're going to 1,000. Uh, now, I haven't checked recently, but he's, he's very much about it moving lower, which I find very, very interesting. Um, he, look, he might be right. He, he might, he's been right before. He's been wrong before. He's a trader. He's just like me in that sense. We trust our signals to give us the signals that we trade on. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that it's going to go there. Right, just because it's in an uptrend doesn't mean that I'm, my trade, when it pulls back into that cradle zone, is going to work. It is a way that we find outcomes and we bait, like place our money based on those decisions that we make. Now he has a massive following, though, and and I think it, you know, once somebody like Tone turning and saying, "Well, now I'm more bullish on Bitcoin," even something like that, that can have a catalyst for the market to start. So, okay, well, the big negative dude who has the biggest following of of volume. He's now turned, he's, he's changed his tune. It's, it's interesting to see that, that people in this space that have influence do have so much influence. And I think once again, it's because people just don't have the ability to make their own decisions. And it's, um, it's something that I've well, obviously, mm-hmm. we're both working really hard at. You've got, um, actually, this is a perfect segue into this. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to release some information based on the crypto life. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to uh, embark on a week of recording brand new content for all of you. So if you want to find out when this comes out, you need to go and follow him on Twitter, uh, the, the Crypto Lark and all the other places you'll see it tagged here. Um, but it's the education that I think people need to have uh, a true understanding of what they're doing. So do you want to touch on what you're doing, actually? Break down a little bit of what, what your purpose is and why you're doing it? For sure. Well, basically, I get um, I know there's new people coming in all the time, and I get a lot of those, you know, beginner questions, and people just saying, "Well, I just don't understand how this works," or whatever. And so, I really just thought it's time to do a proper course. And look, I I actually recorded about 50 videos for this course last year, um, and I didn't like them. I didn't think that it met the quality standards that I wanted to do, and so I kind of got a bit discouraged for a while. But I've come back to it, and it's 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 better than ever. And I'm about to do the the full recording on it. But really, people need the information, and people need to know not only what it is, but how it works, how to be safe, how to store it, how to understand even just the basics of using a decentralized exchange or the basics of technical analysis, basics of fundamental analysis. And 
I think you touched on an important point that the influencers, particularly who are focused on trading strategy, are very, very popular because people don't know how to interpret the data themselves. This is what I most often find. They go and they look and say, okay, well, are you going to tell me how I can make money tomorrow or today? What's, you know, XRP going to do? Can you tell me? And when they tell them, hey, this is what I think it's going to do, people will often go and follow that kind of strategy or give a lot of a lot of credence to these people's opinions without actually doing any of their own research or interpretation of the charts because it takes time. It takes investment, you know, and that's education. And this is one of my top things with cryptocurrency. If you're going to get involved in cryptocurrency, you have got to educate yourself. This is a new form of money and finance, but also even just in terms of learning how to trade. If, if you're new to investing in anything, you have no idea what charts are, and if nobody have a trading, you have got to educate yourself or you're going to get burned. Big time. Love the passion there, mate. Absolutely brilliant. So with that, I mean, what else have we got to cover? I mean, I'm happy with what we've done, but where do they find more information about you and what you're going to roll out? When are you going to roll it out? Tell, tell the people where to find you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, come and follow me over on uh, Twitter, The Crypto Lark, or find me on YouTube, uh, The Crypto Lark, as well. Um, and I hope this course will be ready in the first week of March, but uh, maybe there'll be some editing that'll take a bit longer than expected. But keep an eye out for it. It is coming very soon. Excellent. Well, Matt, as always, appreciate having you on the show. Great opinions and uh, great analysis of uh, overall what, what we're seeing and what's sort of going on. Overall, I'm seeing more positive positivity for now that might change next week well, let's wait and see how it goes ladies and gentlemen we've had the crypto lark on the trader Cold crypto show thanks so much for your time mate thank you for having me on see you guys bye for now the trader cob crypto podcast is hosted by craig cobb all trader cob courses products and tools can be found at tradercob.com because experience matters